Here's what's coming up on today's show. I see, you know, people bragging. Everyone's dead silent now. It's crickets, baby. Yeah. So don't try to compare yourself. A plan should be tailored specifically to you, not a cookie cutter plan. This is the Retire Happy Podcast with John Amarino, fiduciary financial advisor at Securus Financial in the San Diego area, and Thomas O'Connell, president of International Financial Advisory Group, Inc. in Rockaway, New Jersey. Together, they'll be keeping retirement happy from coast to coast. Welcome back to another episode of the Retire Happy Podcast. I am your host, John I. Marino, coming from the West Coast. And on the East Coast is my esteemed colleague and friend, Tom O'Connell. Tommy, how you doing, buddy? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing great. How you doing, John? Good, good. Last week, uh, I believe you went to uh, one of your Ed Slot conferences in Kansas City, right? I did, I did. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It was great. Uh, first, it was great to be able to go back into a public setting and do things. Uh, so it was nice to travel to Kansas City, great town, uh, good barbecue, but uh, the quality of Ed's meeting was just fantastic. A um, lot of changes going on. The Secure Act Part 2.0 uh, have made so many different changes to IRAs and pensions and, and distributions of those assets and things like that. Uh, it's crazy trying to keep up with all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to have Ed as a friend and a mentor and teacher. Yep. No, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's phenomenal, you know, information that, you know, you get from Ed, you know, that we both belong to several different mastermind groups, you know, that uh, top advisors, you know, and, and we pay heavy subscription sales, but the knowledge that we get from those groups and then, you know, we, we discuss in our own little groups, in our own little settings, our personal conversations. I mean, you know, the, the amount of knowledge I've gotten from you, you know, based on who, you know, what conferences you've been to has been unbelievable. Yeah. And same back at you, you know, uh, I, I'm not very much of a technology guy, but whenever, uh, you know, you've helped me out immensely with, uh, different softwares, how to create a plan and, uh, the, the more technical side of things, I mean, there are clients I would never have been able to help out if it w wasn't for uh, the benefits I get from, you know, our friendship as well. So right. it goes both ways, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, you know, for, for those of you who have been listening here, you know, the last, you know, five months, we've done a lot. It's not six months. We've done a lot of interviews, bringing in industry experts and, and really understand the fact that Tom and I are comprehensive financial advisors and, and the importance of that, because there's a lot of advisors out there that, and it's not a knock on the advisors, it's the system they're in, it's who they're working for, that they are just solely focused on investments only. They're not going to touch anything else. They're told they can't talk about taxes, which is, which is a fallacy. Everything you're investing in has a taxable consequence. Don't you think we should have those type of talks? So Tom and I have always gone from the angle of comprehensive financial planning and looking at anything that I think, Tom, I would describe, and I think you would too, that anything that could negatively affect your retirement. And you know, people need to understand the importance 
of true retirement planners versus accumulation advisors, especially now with today's markets, right, Tommy? Oh, totally. Uh, like you were saying, you have to think of all these things like uh, slices of a pizza pie, right? And at some point, they all they all come, they all touch. They all come to a point in the middle there, and they're all touching. So they all affect each other. Uh, I just this morning, I just spent three hours with a new client who has an investment account. I can't say who it's with, right? But everything she's retired, everything she has is in an IRA. She wants to start taking Social Security. But what does that mean? That means that every dollar that she takes out is going to be a taxable event, and it's going to create cause her Social Security to be um, to be uh, taxable as well. And, and maybe you can or can't get around it. But a lot of the investments in that account are geared towards dividends because they're trying to create income for her. But in that kind of account, she doesn't even get a chance to take advantage of, a, of the dividend tax rate. Right, right. You know, so they don't, so like you were saying, they, they don't They don't look at it in that sense. They're only, they only look at it one way, their way, and not, hey, does it make sense to Roth? Does it make sense to delay Social Security? Does it, why, you know, if we can't take advantage of a dividend, you know, look, the S&P 500 average dividend right now is less than 2%, I, I think it is. Yeah. You know, what's the advantage to being in that uh, if you if you can't take advantage of that tax rate, right? So that's the kind of stuff that we look at and that we have to look at because we're just not, you know, a monkey could throw a, a dart at a, at a stock list and make you money, especially in an up market cycle, right? Right. And, you know, and that's why I tell people, I said, you know, investing, yeah, it's important. But the emphasis on investing is it's too, there's too great of an emphasis put on it. It's as you said, you know, and coming from, you know, the New York area, Jersey area, you know, your pizzas, right? It's Hopefully. a, it's a, <laughs> it's a small piece of the pie. You, you need, you know, the, and, and I know I've, we've had this discussion when I got my retirement, my RMA designation, one of the key points they make in it is that the difference between your working years, your accumulation years, and your retirement years, your decumulation years, is in your working years, it's about expectations and probabilities. I expect to get a 7, 8, 9, 10% return. Uh, you know, what are the probabilities of me dying? I'm young uh, or needing long-term care. But in retirement, to the the essence of a true retirement advisor needs to, to shift the focus away from expectations and probabilities to defined outcomes and consequences. And you really need to know what's going to happen to your money in a down market. What's going to happen to your money if taxes go up? What's going to happen to your money if you have a long-term care event or, or, or medical? You know, what's going to happen to your money if you die? And we're this is the you know kind of the focus of what we're going to be talking about today. But not only what's going to happen to your money, but what's going to happen to you. And I know John, you're using those things interchangeably, but we also have to think about separating those. What's going to happen to you? Are you going to have to go live with your kids? Is one of your kids going to have to change your diaper every day? Uh, you know, so it's not just about that. It's about the consequences that are caused to other people, not just yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we're about 
seven and a half minutes in, but folks, we're going to be talking about why people fail, the six reasons why people fail in retirement. And, you know, right now, uh, yeah, I kind of want to open this show just with a little bit of what's going on in the market. I had a video last week on the market sell off. The market is dropping. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people right there. You know, the behavioral finance is kicking in, Tommy, right? A lot of people starting to get a point of desperation to spare. And a lot of those people didn't go in to their retirement truly understanding the risk that they were involved in. I kind of use a Vegas analogy of, you know, you either belong at the $5 blackjack table or the $50. Quite simple. It's, you know, and the problem with the markets is people never make that transition from accumulation to decumulation. And their $5 poker or blackjack players at the $50 blackjack table. And it was great when the markets were up, but when the markets were down, now the panic set in, right, Tommy? Yeah, so like those other slices of the pie, right? It's, it's, so it's not just about the market risk. It's about, hey, uh, what about the withdrawal risk in a down market? What about the increasing taxes that we're gonna be facing in a down market? What if Social Security can only pay 75 cents on the dollar that they owe you like the front of your Social Security statement says starting in 2033, right? Wouldn't you say that if you lost 25% of your Social Security income, that would be a tax, I mean, a a pay cut? Oh, absolutely. Right? Uh, How about inflation? If we have 12% inflation, like some people are predicting, and you're you're not getting a cost of, uh, uh, of inflation increases in your pensions or what have you, isn't that a uh, pay cut? And so all these pieces touch. That's the, that's the that's the thing about the pie. So it's not just about the risk to your portfolio. It's about how you manage it. Then what happens to all the other areas because of that? Right. And you know, people. And, and let's talk investing really quick before we get into the to the failed thing because I think it's gonna I think it's gonna play in nicely. You have to understand right now, right? Um, you know, every asset class is down double digits, even bonds. Right. Yeah. And listen, the ten-year Treasury rate has basically doubled since the beginning of the year. Yeah. Of course, it's going to cause the value, the underlying value of the bonds to go down. Not necessarily if you're holding till maturity then you're going to get your interest and you're going to get your principal back. But if you had to, the problem is, is if you had to sell it today, they have to price it at if you were going to sell it today. And that's why it's not worth as much, say, on paper than it really is, if that makes sense. Right. And, and Mark Diorio had a, a Market Watch commentary this morning. I, I know you're in your appointment, so you may not have heard it, but where he talks about, you know, that bonds and, and being able to withstand some of this bond volatility for that future growth. But, you know, for right now, you know, for a lot of retirees that even you have diversified portfolios, right? They're seeing a pain that they're really not used to mostly because of that bonds. But again, one of the things that Tommy and I have mentioned time and time and time before is don't deviate from the course of your plan. Don't, you know, right. uh, if your financial advisor has shown you, listen, this is what can happen in a down market. No one likes losing money. I hate losing my clients' money. 
I love all my clients. I don't want to lose the money. Tommy, you want to lose your clients' money? Does it make you feel good? Not one bit. Right. But but you know, the, I think where we differentiate ourselves with Brookstone and Mark and Dean and uh, the type of strategies that we utilize is one, we're flexible. So we can move, the money managers will move from a conservative to a more aggressive position and or back, right? So we have the flexibility to do that. Uh, the other thing is, is that we focus first on managing that downside versus maximizing the upside. Right. Taking that middle road, that ebbs, the ebbs and flows. You don't want to be the peaks, right? We, we love to be the peaks, but that's not our goal. It's because then you're in the valley. valley. Right. And, and again, going back to having that plan for those valleys, let, let's, you know, with all the doom and gloom of the market, let's look at his history. And, and there's a, a slide, and we'll, we'll put this in the show notes, from J.P. Morgan. And this was data collective March 31st of 2022 that despite average intra-year drops of 14%, annual returns were still positive in 32 of 42 years. So again, going back to our time horizon, your retirement could easily be 32 to 42 years long. And understand that historically speaking, you know, we've had drops of 38% in 2008, 10, 13, and 23% consecutive, consecutively in 2000 to 2003 but the market historically has has bounced back but we gotta stay in it right tommy right right uh, you can't panic and i i know it's hard to do and unfortunately that's what we see from uh, where we said a lot of the you know do-it-yourselfers what happens is like you were saying the the uh, emotional part of the investing that they don't have the pers maybe the perspective that somebody on the outside helping them will have. Um, they just see, hey, my portfolio. They don't know that 32 out of the 42 years the market's up even after a 14% drop, right? They they're not they don't have access to that kind of information, so they're going to make those emotional decisions that uh, because they can only stand so much pain. Right, right, and and you know they're at the $50 table when they belong at the five or $10 table. And now their earnings have been cut, and now they're dropping a lot more money than they want to. And so, what do they do? They walk away from the table, and you know, using the the markets, um, you know, they sell. They and right. they they think, you know what? I'm just going to sit this out. I'm going to sit this out. But what is our favorite new chart from Mark Diorio? It is the recovery time chart, which yeah. we will also add into the to the show notes. Yeah. So. And, you know, it's, it's called, you know, it's missing the 10 best days. And, you know, folks, this is, this is where I tell people market timing is a fallacy. It's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. And for the people who say, oh, you know what, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to just sit this out. You know, I, I lost 5%. I'm going to lock in my, just, you know, lock in those losses. That's it. I'm going to sit this out. But, tick, you know, and, and Dalbar's done the 30 years of studies that have shown those people that typically get in at that, that pain point that they stay out and they stay out for a very long time. Very, and, and very miss, few right. people have the, the ability to zig when they're supposed to zag. And let's make sure the audience understands that we are talking from a 20,000 foot view. We're not talking about an individual issue or something that, hey, maybe 
I don't know. For example, you bought gas and oil ETF back in April of uh, 2019, and now it's up 300%. Okay, maybe maybe something like that, an individual issue, you do lock in your gain or you lock right. in at least what you put into it, you know, that kind of thing. So we're talking from a very general perspective and not on an individual issue basis. Yeah, you know, broadly diversified portfolios. And, you know, going back to that chart, from 2006 to 2021, if you had $10,000 invested in the S&P 500, that's, that was the example, and you stayed fully invested through you know, the financial crisis, which had a 51% drawdown from top to bottom, 07 to 09, if you still stayed fully invested, that $10,000 grew to 45682 However, if you tried to time the market, you got out, and you just missed 10 of the best days over 15 years, that return dropped from 45000 down to 20929 That's amazing, isn't it, Tommy? Yeah, that's a, a 50% loss of value, right? Mm-hmm. Or a 50% loss of your gain uh, just by missing 10 days over how many years? 15. So less th- by missing... Less than a, a day a year. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you, you double that now. You missed 20. Now your return dropped down to 12,671. That's three and a half times less. You sat out a month. 30, you missed the 30 best days. $8,365 of growth. That's five and a half times less than what you would have had. So... And- and, and you're locked in a loss. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, take solace that, you know, there are some silver linings, right? Maybe now's the time to start doing some Roth conversions. And when Absolutely. those 10 best days happen, you're getting that growth and that recovery tax-free, right? Well, Roth conversions are buying cash value life insurance, as you know, I will always be a fan of. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, my wife and I have it on ourselves. As a matter of fact, I think, you know, that was one of the first things I did and- you helped. Yeah. You helped me. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you know, we wanted to quickly cover the markets because that is top of mind, and that's what drives headlines. But Tommy, let's talk the six mistakes that can lead to a failed retirement. All right. So, I got the pleasure of doing starting it off, kicking kicking this thing off. So, the first one. Focusing only on the money and believing that the quality of my retirement depended on how much I had. Very yeah. interesting, right? So we do meet a lot of people in our, in our days, uh, whether it's at educational workshops we do or uh, just in general, people asking us questions, advice, things of that nature. And we'll talk about television too, but a, a lot, it always seems like it's the first thing is, how much do I have, right? What's in my, what, what, what's on that piece of paper that's in front of me, whether it's my IRA or 401k or my trust account or whatever it is. That seems to be, for a lot of people, the first and foremost thing that they think about that retirement is. And it's an important part, don't get me wrong. But there are a lot of other things that are very important, like, how you're going to spend your time. Do you have enough things to do in the day? 
you know, you don't want to be necessarily sitting on the porch and have all your brain muscle atrophy because you have nothing to do. Is there something else you can do out there to provide for other people? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the books like The Go-Giver, you know, getting out there and, prov and giving value back to the world, to people, that's that will give you as much fulfillment, I, I guess, philosophically or spiritually. Right. Being fulfilled in those areas is just as important as being fulfilled, you know, economically. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the another thing is focusing on the money, right? If you're if you're sitting here, you know, and you're not you don't have other purposes and, and you're just focused on, hey, you know, I have, I have a million dollars and I can retire. And then you're you're focusing every day. You're you're checking your account balances and all that. That has been proven time and time again to lead to bad decisions because that fear and greed. Right. The fear is now where we're at in people and again you know there there's too much focus on that money not enough focus on hey listen i understand the markets aren't going to be good right what it's laws of gravity right what goes up must come down newsflash tommy i mean you've been in this for 30 years versus my my decade plus but the markets have gone down while you've been a financial advisor a couple times right a few times and for retirees, this isn't going to be the first time the market goes down. It's going to go back up. Right. You know, it, it's going to, you know, historically speaking, it's gone back up. And guess what? It's gone back down again. So you may see this one, two, or even three more times or more in your retirement. Yeah. You know, and the other aspect of it is your health, right? If you're looking at your TD Ameritrade account or Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard or whatever statement every single day, on the computer or on your cell phone or whatever, you're going to stress yourself out. You're going to give yourself a stroke, a heart attack, an ulcer, uh, an aneurysm, yeah. or maybe all of it, right? So, I mean, um, what it does to you health-wise, too, is going to destroy you. Right. It'll take literally years off your life. Yeah, yeah. Which brings us to mistake number two, and that is really focusing on rates of return on your investments, having that accumulation mentality. And, you know, this especially too, because there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there, having the overconfidence that you can do retirement planning by yourself. And, and the, that overconfidence comes like, oh, you know, I manage my 401k degree. There's a lot of pitfalls in retirement, you know, the, the oh marginal tax traps. And, you know... I'm going to be very, very honest, like I am with do-it-yourselfers. Listen, you can do it yourself. It's not my life. It's not my retirement. But if you think it's easy, you're wrong. Look, I just spent two days in Kansas City. My head's ready to explode, right? Eight hours a day, each of those two days, really two and a half days, Thursday, Friday, and half a day Saturday, trying to understand just some of the current pitfalls because of changes from the SECURE Act, right? Now, all of a sudden, there's no stretch IRAs. When does a non-spouse beneficiary have to take required minimum distributions, and when when don't they have to? What happens if I didn't take enough money out of my required minimum distribution? What, hap you know, what happens if I have a special needs child or beneficiary? How does all this affect it? I mean, it's for someone to, 
I'm sure there are people out there that can do it themselves. I have no doubt about it. And so I'm not trying to talk down to anybody or anything like that, but there is just so much to try to understand. And when you're in it every day, like we are, and we still don't know everything. Yeah. Somebody out there who's trying to do it themselves, that will be their retirement. And that will lead to mistake number two, which we're talking about now, and mistake number one, which we just got finished with. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, and I'm going to tell you right now, you know, a lot of do it yourselfers, and it's not a disparate, you know, God bless you. You want to do it yourself, but you have to realize the task that's ahead of you. Tommy just hit it on the, the head. You just spent two and a half days and and I've been to Ed Slot conferences. It's I mean, you are you are going through hundreds of pages of manual in those days. Yes. It's it when he it's it's not like, hey, let's go out for a three hour lunch. You know, it's you're in there and Ed's firing away info. And you know, the the point that I think is important there is, you know, Tommy's thirty plus years of knowledge. And he's still learning something new because the the game's constantly changing. So All you have time. to you have to understand that there are so many things out there that you're just unaware of. And I've had some very sophisticated clients who used to do it themselves, and then they realized, wow, this is a lot more for me to bite off. And if you're really doing it yourself, you have to understand that this is you know if this is your life savings. This is now your job. You need to dedicate. Uh, it, it's a job. Oh, yeah. Yep. You have to dedicate a lot of time and energy, and you know, being an Ed Slaughter, being a, a mastermind groups that we're involved with, not cheap. I mean, between software and training, I'm easily spending upwards of twenty thousand plus a year. Oh, easily. I, I mean, I, I I equate it to I probably spend the cost of going to Harvard University for one year every year. Yeah. So that's, the, that's what the cost is for us. Yeah, you know, and, and then and again, the other thing too is, is and you know, that I just really want people to understand what they're coming up against. An advisor offers checks and balances, right? Mm -hmm. And and again, I have some very sophisticated people that they come with a point of view, and then my my knowledge and my experience that I've gotten, and and you know, even for me, being a decade in, I can say, oh, you know what, I've got you know, I've got a fair amount of of knowledge the amount of knowledge that i've gained just in the last two years during covid with getting my rma designation and, and completing my uh wealth advisory course from yale it, it's unbelievable it almost makes me feel like man i really didn't know anything the last you know right. the first 10 years so um, you know i think the more education we get the more we real we realize what we don't know and that's why over the last three or four months, we've had guest speakers uh, almost every week, and we realize what we don't know and that we can't be an expert in all the areas that we work in. And that's why we have associations with estate planning attorneys, accountants, mortgage people, property casualty people, uh, charitable giving people. You know, one of, one of the things we talked about at Ed Slot was NUA, net unappreciated assets for people who have stock in their 401k, how many self-servers or uh, you know, do-it-yourselfers know anything? I mean, maybe one in 500 know what an NUA is. I know we both have worked with people that have stock options. Yeah. RSOs, NSOs, what's the tax implication? How does ISOs. it affect this or that, right? ISOs, 
how many do-it-yourselfers know anything about that? It, yeah. So, um, again, I, I, I know there's people out there that might be listening to this that say that they can do it and have done it, and uh, kudos. And I mean that sincerely. I'm not being crass or sarcastic. I, I'm happy for you. But that's an outlier. That That's not, you know, that's one in 100. That's not the other 99. Yeah. And again, it's going back you know, big picture, whether we are your advisors, the rate of return, the investments, right? Tommy and I were stress testing. We we've planned for times like this. We understand that the markets are going to go up. And as a matter of fact, I make the greatest sales guarantee pitch of anything. The only guarantee the SEC would probably allow me to make and, you know, our, our compliance department, our legal is probably going, oh, what is he going to say? I guarantee you at some point in time, I'm going to lose your money because that's not all of it. Right? Not all of it. Right. But <laughs> you're right. Money you've made, it's going to drop. Right. That's that's the markets. The markets go up. They go down. You just right. have to you have to understand really where your pain tolerance is and, you know, what you're and how, how you're going to. Right. And how you're going to control that downside. And, and again, it goes back to the planning, too. And, and what we also talked about in that first part, the values. Stop planning for a double digit or an 8%. Stop planning about that expectation of the return. Plan for the right. goals and your values. Right. Who cares what your right. brother, your sister, your best friend's doing in the market? Because they're all bragging when the market's up. I'm on retirement mm -hmm. blogs with, with retirees mm -hmm. you know, that, I've, that I know. I see you know people bragging. Everyone's dead silent now. It's crickets, baby. Yeah. So don't try to compare yourself. A plan should be tailored specifically to you, not a cookie cutter plan. Right. So Absolutely. Stop focusing All on right. rates of return. So we on to, we're on to number three, right? Number so three. Th thinking retiring would be easy. It's not. I can't tell you how many times people have come into my office after retirement and they'll say, I'm bored. I'm going back to work because I don't know what to do. Uh, or some of them, on the other hand, just they come in and say, I have so many things to do. I wish I could go back to work. I don't know how I was able to perform my job with all the things I have to do. Yeah. Um, you know, you, there has to be a plan, just like anything else. And you have to find something that, you, that brings satisfaction, enjoyment, value. There's only so many rounds of golf you're going to be able to play and so many churches you're going to be able to visit in foreign countries or whatever it is right you're talking about 30 years of doing stuff uh and hopefully your kids still aren't living in the basement um so you're gonna right you're gonna so you can't turn to them or rely on them to uh keep you busy like bring them to track practice and soccer practice like when they're 15 year old uh so it's it's a proactive lifestyle and you have to get out there uh, and, and take the reins of that. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, uh, you, you talk about the, that stress of retirement, especially for those early retirees. Now you finally gotten to where you think, oh, okay, this is going to be nice, right? Pina coladas and, you know, Jimmy Buffett on the beach. Um, and then, you know, markets happen and you're not prepared for those. And, you know, that type of stress sets in and and you know there's a reason folks why this podcast is called the retire happy podcast because we we structure our plans to give our clients 
that peace of mind and the happiness they deserve. And, you know, a shameless plug for us advisors, there's actually a, a study done is published in a wealthmanagement.com article in December 7th, 2021, that uh, financial therapist Sonia Letter, who's the director of institutional research and education for Herbers and Company, did a study looking at levels of happiness. And guess what they found out, Tommy? What's that, John? They found out that people who had a financial advisor were actually happier and had better communication with their partner if their partner was involved in that planning, which I know I always involve the partner. What about you, Tom? You have to. Yes, yes, it's (laughs) mandatory. That's malpractice if you don't. You know, to go hand in hand with that, and Tom Hegna talks about it all the time in his uh, uh, talks and in his books and, and things like that, is the happiest people also are people who have some type of guaranteed income stream, whether it's a pension, annuities, uh, income streams from life insurance or some some other source, deferred comp, some other source. The happiest people in retirement are the people who wake up on January 1st of every year and know that their basic living expenses are going to be taken care of because they have the income stream, guaranteed income stream to do it, no matter what happens to the markets. Right, right. Yeah, it's having that sustainable and predictable income stream. And, and you know, this research found that among 66% of respondents were working with a financial advisor compared with only 34 who did not. And the end result was that the financial advisor gives couples an opportunity to talk about their financial goals and their values. And it gives them the ability to talk through times like this and gives them a happiness boost. So... That was that was a you know a, a recent research uh, study done. Shameless plug, right, Tommy? Absolutely, and we need all the ones that we can get. <laughs> so, mistake number four: <laughs> believing the retirement commercials of the financial service companies and those nice financial pundits who still, you know, my favorite pundit. Not going to list his name. Gets really upset when you mention Bear Stearns when he recommended you buy Bear Stearns a week before they went belly up. You know, and, and this is this is something that one reason why I really love my affiliation with with Brookstone and and Marks, um, his market watch because he he cuts the fluff out and gives you the data you need to to make the decision. But you know, especially now, I think. I think a lot more people are are starting to realize, you know, that the media, and that's what you know, a lot of these mainstream, you know, uh, investing programs are all about, and you know, commercials. They're there to peddle an agenda. Oh, totally. And you know, people get caught too caught up in that, and, and you know, it's kind of like Mark always says, you know, when was the last time you heard uh, a deep analysis on the bond market? on you know uh, any of the big you know business channels because the bond market's boring right what sells it's it sells is in we talk about marketing all the time right market highs the market are, you know getting people excited and then you know oh what sells well you know even the market drops 1200 points that's a big headline that fear and greed right that we talk about in behavioral finance those are magnified and you also have to understand that, you know, everyone has an agenda, wh- whether it's a person pushing a, a typical financial, uh, financial product, 
you know, on these commercials, they have an agenda behind it. And so do the big news stations. They're being paid by advertisers, you know, uh, in my opinion, to probably push certain ideas or products themselves. If they weren't, why would those companies advertise on their stations? So there's definitely an agenda. And if you want to understand what the agenda is, then just watch the commercials and what companies run the commercials. It's really that simple. And then the other thing is, is those companies typically are all about transactions. They live and die financially by transactions. They don't live and die by anything else. So to trade your stocks, to be you know, the ring your, to ring your cowbell and talk about the latest, greatest nanotechnology company to invest in or the, the best bank to, uh, Wall Street bank to invest in a week before it goes bankrupt. It's all about transactions because that's where they make the money. They make money on transactions. Right. And then, you know, unfortunately, people who are making this mistake also made mistakes one and two. And, you know, Tommy, you said it first. And in, in, in the retirement management journal uh, here, here that I got here, you know, it's, it's talking about orientation and commitment and it's saying, hey, have a safety first type of retirement where you're, you're, you're protecting principal, you're generating sustainable and predictable income. And, you know, one, one thing I do is it's time segmenting. Right, having your investments with their own time horizons, not looking for the next hot stock tip. When yeah, you, yep, you have to you have to look at your money in time horizons and 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 based on uh, tax implications and risk. Right, so if I need money a year from now, I'm not putting it in S and P 500 fund because I don't know where it's going to be. Right, um, but if I need you know, money 30 years from now, I'm not leaving it in the savings account at 0.25% either. Right. So you have to, you have to really understand that. And one other thing about the commercials, you you may be too young to remember this, John, but after the 2000 crash, right between say 2004 and 2008, we had a lot of commercials on TV with those people carrying around those big five, six, seven digit numbers under their arm saying, uh, you know, hey, how much do I need? How much do I need? Um, until after the 2008 crash when those numbers were cut in half and people had to go back to work, right? So going back to our some of our earlier mistakes that we already talked about, it's not about rate of return and it's not about um, a singular number because those things are going to change day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. Yeah, yeah. It's about keeping your dollar worth a dollar. 10, 20, 30 years from now and or and, more. Yeah. And, and really, <laughs> you know, focusing on what your, your plan for your money. And as, and as we were talking and I'll finish this mistake with just the one, my favorite movie doesn't get turned off for a whole 24 hours on Christmas Eve, the Christmas story. You remember when Tommy or, uh, when, uh, when, um, Ralphie finally gets his decoder rig. And what does yeah. it say? Drink more Ovaltine. Think about that when you're watching the news, folks. And don't shoot your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're up to number five, right? Uh, believing that retiring would make all my problems magically go away. 
Well, I'm not so sure about that one either, right? Um, the simplest example is health. You know, if you're not healthy, retiring probably isn't going to change that unless you're making drastic lifestyle changes and that those uh, issues are a temporary thing. You know, a temporary thing might be you've gained 30 pounds because of uh, the COVID situation, right? Okay, so that, that might change, but or you might be able to fix that, but it's not magically going to go away. Yeah, you're going to have to work. You're going to have to work to get that done. Or you're overweight, so you have di onset diabetes. Well, you may have to do a little bit of work. It's not magically going to go away. Uh, your relationships aren't magically going to get better because you're retired. You have to work at it. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a snap of your fingers, and then hey, uh, everything is uh, lollipops and rainbows. Unfortunately. Yeah, and you, you have to, you really, you know, and it's one of the things that I talk about with people is what's your vision? Because if you don't have a vision yet, right? I mean, think about, uh, you know, way back, you know, decades ago when there was no Waze or Google Maps, right? And if you were going to, and we just drove out to uh, this last week and we went out to Parker, Arizona, I could easily put my Waze in and go, okay, it'll tell me. You know, in 2.5 miles, take the 210. Um, you know, we had to map it out via the map book, and we had to plan for it. And you really got to have to know your vision to understand, you know, what you you want to do, what to look forward to. And really, if you can also afford it, right? There, there's a big difference between going on a monthly Viking cruise, you know, to use a, a an extreme example, and just gardening because gardening makes you happy, right? That, there's a right. big price price point difference there. So, um, you know, and, and yes, I think Tommy also hit it on the nose that problems don't go away. Life, you know, life still happens. And, and unfortunately, you know, every day we're on this earth, we're one step closer, you know, uh, to our final day. So, right. um, you know, you see... You, you see, you know, the body breaks down a little bit more. And, you know, I, I'm 45. I'm young. But let's be honest. We, you know, we both know that I've had a couple back surgeries. And mm -hmm. I'm not doing things that I used to do 10 years ago. Right. You know, um, and going back, to, going back to your map analogy real quick, uh, not only when we mapped it out and, and with GPS, you know, we have the flexibility with both of those examples to – get around construction or a car accident or mm -hmm. congestion or what have you, you know, an alternate route. When you don't have that plan, especially a flexible plan, there's no way for you to know if you're still on course. Yeah. Um, you know, if uh, uh, somebody was using the example, if you were driving down the center of the United States and uh, for, I, I don't know if it was like for Every point in time, you, you you changed for whatever reason two degrees north. If you were going from the Southern California, or or I'm sorry, Mid California, like Route 80, you would end up in Maine as opposed to in New York, and you would never know it if you didn't have some type of compass, if you will, whether that's uh, GPS or a map, or in our case, some type of plan. You would never know. Yeah, and then. To wrap things up, mistake number six is kind of it, it's a it's a, a a bit of a little bit of everything that we've talked about. 
and that is not having something to retire to, right? So again, it's, right. it's this is just wrapping it all up and and you know not having the plan um, and not having you know as you talked about earlier purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, this when we talk about gaining knowledge, this mistake was probably one of the biggest eye opening areas for me during my RMA course. And they had a, a, a speaker talk just on this and how people, when you, when you go into retirement, especially if you're a big corporate executive or, or what I've seen a lot of, and I have my own hypothesis behind this, is a captain or a chief of police. Now, once you retire, now you're just Joe Retiree. That, that loss of identity, that loss of purpose. And, and I have seen it time and time again where, you know, these captains or chiefs of police, they retire and then they go get another job as a chief of police. And I, I, I believe that one of the driving forces behind that is that loss of identity. You know, they're, they're, in, they're so used to being that executive or that commanding officer that it's, it's important for them to continue that. Yeah, I mean, some of it's it's an ego thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm the boss, and I always want to be the boss. And part of it is, uh, you've you've created your ident- your job has become your identity. You are that whatever you know, fill in the blank. And then uh, you know, another extreme example, which we see a lot, a lot, a lot of, and I know it's extreme, but we see it all the time: professional athletes mm-hmm. or uh, people in entertainment. Right, uh, an athlete has a, a a time span. Whether you know, let's just pretend we'll call it from age twenty to age thirty-five. That fifteen years, and if that's all they know, and they have a fifty-year uh, retirement horizon because they retired at thirty-five because they were too old to play the game, and all you know is being a baseball player, whew, there's yeah. going to be a lot of trouble down the road. And John, I know you know a few professional athletes or former athletes, and I, you know, and I know some. It can happen to any of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's a big drop off. And 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 talking about that big drop off, getting back to my RMA course. I mean, the stats, Tommy, and I don't have them in front of me, but the stats, and and this is coming from a twenty-year law enforcement career, shocked me about the rates of alcoholism, substance abuse, and suicide yep. among today's retirees. Yep. And and part of it, and, and depression, right? Obviously, with it, which is another factor, you know, that goes into suicide. But, you know, part of that is the broken heart syndrome of losing your soulmate, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your spouse of 50 years or 20 or 30 years, they die. Yes, some of that leads to it. But the other thing is that loss of identity and then tommy you hit on it earlier not waking up or waking up every morning without a purpose right golf only takes you so far like you said not having that drive to to that purpose that you're doing something you know in society that's making a difference and you know that doesn't Mm -hmm. always have to be voluntary but maybe it's you know uh, you know, spending a lot of time with your grandkids or and really helping them out, but you need to have the sense of purpose and and having a lot of money is nice, but it'll never change that. And yeah. you know, in, in closing here, 
it's really easy for Tommy and I because we've seen we've seen we see so many different personalities. We've heard so many different stories of people who not aren't necessarily clients, but people have emailed us from the show or people that have come into our office and told us their story. And, you know, it's easy to see that the retirement mistakes had, you know, not a whole lot to do with money, right? Yes, we covered a couple of them. And that was mostly focusing too much on the money. But, you know, most retirement planning from a lot of advisors is not comprehensive. It's just focused on those rates of returns. We, we want you to start thinking big picture and the happiness, right? The, the ability to retire happy. And what makes you feel good when you get up in the morning, right? And, you're, and, and Tommy, you mentioned Tom Hegna, right? You know, Tom says, you know, you got your go-go years, right? Enjoy your retirement right? You retired, go do the things you want to do. And when things start to transition into the slow go, you know, focus on other things that are, are going to be important that are going to make you feel good, right? That emotional, that spiritual uh, aspect that you mentioned, Tommy. And then you got the no-go years, right? So you, you need a plan for that. You got to, when you, when you can't do all those other things, you know, you can't just sit, like I said earlier, you can't sit in a rocking chair and do nothing with a with a bib and a blanket on your lap, right? You know, you still you still want fulfillment. That's just human spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, you want it, but you without a plan, you're not going to have any of it. That's you know, that's just the bottom line. Exactly, exactly. And again, folks, the plan, right? Think about it, you know, with all the chaos of the market, right? Maximize, have the most efficient income stream you can. Make your income, do more, get more income with less money. Maximize mm-hmm. your social security, right? That's expensive money because it generates income. Get the right Medicare benefits. Plan for long-term care. Protect your assets like we just talked about on our last show, right? I've had clients whose their houses burnt down in the wildfires, here that we got, uh, you know, over a decade or so ago. You know, I know people who are at fault of a serious injury accident on a freeway or their pipe burst in their house and flood their house. Protect your identity. Have a plan for all these other things that cause the stressors that erode the happiness. And you well will said. retire happier. Well said. And focus, focus on family, friends, and fulfillment. So, folks, we talked a lot, Tommy. I, th- I think we got oh, yeah. we had a lot of pent up talking from uh, from all of our <laughs> interviews. So it was a long, long, you know, a lot of philos- you know philosophical beliefs in there, but they've been proven. There's been a lot of research on it. So, folks, that wraps up today's show. And Tommy and I talked about it before the show. This is a call to action for all of you that made it 55 minutes. We want to hear from you. This you know, show's about you folks. Yeah. It's not about us. What what show topics do you want that'll help you retire happy? You know, is it talk is it interviewing a psychologist or or a fitness person helping helping you realize what you need to do for fitness and retirement or chiropractics or heck even the importance of a good bed and the and the importance of a good night's sleep. Right. Let us know. Email us and you know 
that's how we've gotten some show topics already in the past. We'll be more than happy to do it again. So we hope you enjoyed Tommy and I talking uh, for 55 minutes. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, retire happy. Thanks, everybody. It's easy to get in touch with John and Thomas. If you're more on the West Coast, give John a call at 858-935-6210. That's 858-935-6210. Or go online to gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. If you're more of an East Coaster, then call Thomas, 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623. And online at internationalfinancial.com. That's internationalfinancial.com. And you can, of course, always just check the description or the show notes section of today's show for all that contact information. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll see you next time on the Retire Happy Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM, Securus Financial, and International Financial Advisory Group are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by John Iamarino, Thomas O'Connell, and guests on this show are their own and are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered.